Hey, uh, welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get you. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Keep popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly, or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Boshko. I grew up on the crime side. New York City. Nope. Oh, almost there. You're almost there. Oh God! This is gonna bother. This, you know, that's the only problem with your intro is that this is gonna ruin me for the rest of this issue, and I haven't even mentioned Mister Mauer. Well, uh, huh? Uh, I'm still stuck on Machko. Maybe we put him last again because I'm confused. You did this to you yourself. Beep you, Machko. I know it's we, New York can, City. Does him? <laughs> I know uh, New York City something side. The New York Times side. Oh. All right. And well, who was that uh, lovely quote from? It's uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Which will come into, uh, <laughs> which will circle back around in just a little bit. But look, it's the Wednesday, Wednesday show. That's where we talk about the news. Hold on, wait. I didn't news. get to say beep you because I got confused. Well, God, just say it. Beep you. Okay, we can go on. All right. There we go. Beep you. Right. No, hold on. We've got beep plenty you. Of All right. Dude, we have so much to talk about. We got to All right. <laughs> Let's All right. reel it in. Okay, what are Wednesday. our top stories? No, I already got past that. We're already Beep past you. That. We're past the new news. Oh. All right. Now we're going to get to our clickbaity title. Oh, oh, yeah. So, Menti, what All are right. we talking about this week? So, uh, The Kingdom of Wakanda uh, coming to Disney Plus. Uh, the official first look at Falcon and the Winter Soldier costumes. And Thunder. We got our first look na, 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 na. at Thor and Love and Thunder from set photos and okay. Thunder. Sorry. Na, 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 na. Thunder. So. So real quick, uh, I just this, I need a little bit of uh, of your time for this first story already. Uh, because here's the thing, I made the image for this show before we recorded the show, meaning we have to talk about this because it's in the image. So with that being said, all we're right, you got talk sixty seconds. Jeff the Shark and Wu Tang Clan and Deadpool. Wait, what? I feel like you want to know a little bit more about those three things: Deadpool, Wu Tang Clan, and Jeff the Shark. I'm going to give you ninety seconds because you piqued my interest. All right, the first thing we need to do Go. is talk about what's going on with Deadpool recently. He's now in a relationship with Elsa Bloodstone, who um, they fought a, the kingdom of monsters. Essentially, he killed the, the king. He became the king of monsters uh, in the kingdom 60. of monsters, which is Staten Island, which is now also called Deadpool Polius. Deadpool Polius? That's uh, the name of where he lives. Go ahead. 30 seconds. No, he's got oh, 45. Wow. All right, anyway. 
So he's now the king of that place, and he was given a gift, which is Jeff the Shark, which is from Gwenpool's solo book right before it was canceled. She gave it to Deadpool because she knew she was getting canceled. So Jeff the Shark is this little humanoid, well, not humanoid, it's like a little dog shark, little puppy shark. And it's awesome, very cute. That's why Deadpool loves it. 30 anyway, seconds. Um, now we're in the, the King in Black. King in Black, Null comes in. They have to figure out now in the monster island, they got to figure out how they can help. So Deadpool creates a team, and on that team, he wants to grab the uh, Wu-Tang Clan. And nobody seconds. likes it. Because they don't live on Staten Island anymore because it's the Monster Island. Uh, they, uh, they can't join the team. Anyway, they lend him some audio equipment, which helps Jeff the Shark as he's co covered by a symbiote. They use that to blow the symbiote <laughs> off of Jeff the Shark, and he's cute again. How was that? In time. 90 seconds, and you did it. There's Jeff the Shark. <laughs> You know what? I need a Jeff the Shark action figure because I think it would look cool with some of my Mezco toys. There like, is one. <laughs> oh, there is a Jeff the Shark toy? Uh, yeah, but I think it's a uh, like an add-in with another character. Oh. But it, it came out in one of the last like wave or two of uh, Mar Marvel Legends. He's so adorable. I'm surprised we're not seeing more of him. I'm surprised there's not plush dolls. I'm surprised there's not Jeff the Shark all over the place. We're going to see when we got the 30th anniversary of Deadpool right around the corner. And He's going to appear in the up. next Deadpool movie. Oh, that and, would be awesome. And then we'll that. get... I'll take that in a heartbeat. I'll take The that. new group, Absolutely. Jeff the Shark. Jeff the Shark. And he'll, he'll straight up bite your calves and like remove chunks of you. And he's good for Deadpool because you know he, he grows himself back. But <laughs> Now, is Wu-Tang involved in raiding any of this or are they just appearing in it? No, what happens is they, I mean, they call him out by name saying that they want, he wants the Wu-Tang to join. And then when he um, uses the stereo equipment, it plays one of their songs uh, that blasts the symbiote off of Jeff the Shark. But that's really it. It's just the fact that they... Oh, I don't know. It's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't All know. right, Mashko, if you had one song to pick from Wu-Tang to kill a symbiote, what would it be? I can't say it on this show. <laughs> we get one F-bomb. No. <laughs> no, that's just some arbitrary rule you made up. But no, for us, <laughs> no. we can be PG thirteen and still get one f bomb. Can we? Do we have to put the uh, no? Because we're we not explicit. Explicit warning? Mm -mm, not with one, because we're still considered PG thirteen. Wow, I feel like we're gonna get a strike somewhere, and I'm gonna have to have <laughs> Mauer. Mauer's gonna be the one to go argue for us. No, I'll we'll, argue. We'll just go with. Uh, we'll just go with protect your neck. All right, okay. look, with the amount of news we've got going on here, let's you you made me go to 90 seconds and now you're just fluffing this. <laughs> let's go on to the next bit of news. Uh, oh, and hold on. There's a Wu-Tang Wu Clan name generator, and I think this is now all of our permanent names. What, what's your all name, right. Menti? And they are. We'll, we'll give, this a, give this a few weeks before this dies out. <laughs> My name's Beggar Key, which is stupid. <laughs> That's it. that's it. You guys want to say yours? This is fun. Sh sure. It's a uh, mercenary sorrowful. And I'm dark. Yeah. Dark is the only one that fits. <laughs> the only one that fits at all. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's stick, in, stick with Marvel for just a little bit. Next thing we want to talk about is X-Men uh, in number 17. Uh, so spoiler alerts for that. But interesting is they're going to change the costumes yet again. But this time they're going to go back to something that we've seen in the past. So, I mean, X-Men are known for changing their costumes up. I feel like it's every other issue. There's a new X-Men team with a new X-Men costume. Because uh, well, we haven't quite had a traditional X-Men team in a while. It's just been X-Members joining for missions. 
I just I, find it weird that they decide these these team suits when, to be fair, the X Men that I've always known didn't really have team suits. I mean, Stan Lee's did, X Factor did, which is where these come from. X Force I mean, did. Uh, nah, it depends on the X Force. They had a color scheme, but they didn't really have costumes. Like they don't have matching costumes. It's not really a thing you see often. Right. Uh, but in X Factor, in X Factor, which is when. Uh, Marvel wanted to give us our new version of the X-Men with, with giant size issue X-Men number one with Wolverine and everything, but there were still fans of the older ones. So they had X-Factor, which was the original X-Men team, which had Cyclops and Jean Grey, who had uh, giant X's across their uh, costumes. So you had blue and white for uh, Cyclops and you had green and gold for Jean. Well, now we see that coming back in X-Men 17, where this time around Jean is now in red and gold, which is a lot more like the Dark Phoenix kind of look. Which I like it. It's cool. I, I think it. it's more of the, the writer or an artist to their fans because astonishing they had team costumes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're right. They absolutely. But it's not the norm. It's, it, they tried. Remember the X-Men Red? They tried it as well to give them matching costumes. And it was just like, uh, I don't know about this. Action figures. I guess. I guess. It's probably it. Uh, but let's keep going. Uh, next thing, uh, Black Cat uh, got some interesting upgrades uh, recently for uh, King and Black. She's so, missing the black. Oh, she, she absolutely is. <laughs> she's, she's not the same character at all. This is a uh, spoiler alert for Black Cat number two. But with King and Null or King and Black going on with Null, still that's the big uh, arc that's going on right now. With that happening, uh, Captain America has sent her to, to essentially free some people. But you know it's. Black Cat, like, what the hell is she going to do against Null? Like, it's, she doesn't really fit at all. So she, she can gets, steal something from him. That, and that's kind of what they're hoping is that she can sneak in and, and break some people out. But regardless, she gets, she gets knocked down pretty fast. I mean, she doesn't do well pretty quick. Now, she's got a lot of cool gadgets with her. She has the Green Goblin's glider. She's got uh, an anti-venom uh, symbiote suit from the uh, Maximum Carnage series. She's got the um, coolest Spider-Man accessory of all time. This the spider buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Drives up walls, mother. Um, but there's also uh, Bats, which is this ghost Basset hound. Um, anyway, without getting in too much here, she, she gets a magic wand and decides to use that wand that the Basset Hound gave her, and it turns out the wand is from Asgard, and when she uses it, she gets transformed into this crazy-looking Asgardian goddess with uh, a sword and this cool, like, like uh, uh, Gandalf cane. Yeah, it's the twin <laughs> serpent staff. And a, and a little cat head on her belt. <laughs> At least that's Got accessorized, you know? <laughs> Got to keep the themes alive. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see how she plays a role with Null coming up, because um, as we see the God of Light become more and more of a thing with um, Silver Surfer and how he's kind of playing into the, the whole, I mean, if you haven't been keeping up with this, we should probably do a whole issue on King and Black, because it is a wide-reaching, gigantic shift for a lot of Marvel. Um, but yeah, let's keep this moving, because we got to talk about the next um, big arc coming from. Do you Marvel think she'll with... stay as Guardian after this? No, not at all. It's <laughs> comics. Everything, everything will go back to a, the way it should be and give it, give it a couple years. But she kind of sucked Wol before. Wolverine, Wolverine's still dead, right? No, well, he just died last week. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, wait, he's back. Oh, <laughs> he's dead again. <laughs> so, no, with heroes, Gray. let's get into Heroes Reborn for a quick second. And I don't want to go through all of this, but the Heroes Reborn issues one through four will be connected covers. 
Uh, but the big change here, the big thing that we found out is a little bit more about what is the storyline of those four issues. So they're going to focus on four different things. So the first one is going to focus on the Squadron Supreme. And the concept is, if, what if Tony Stark never built Iron Man? What if Thor was an atheist? Hard-drinking atheist who hates well, hammers. He's, he's always a hard-drinking. He's a, the hard-drinking part. But he hates hammers. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Wakanda is considered a myth. And Captain America was never found on ice because there was never an Avenger to find them. So it's just the Squadron Supreme. And if you're new to Marvel, that is essentially their Justice League. And the Squadron Supreme is going to go up against, as we talked about before, Dr. Juggernaut, Black Skull, Silver Witch, so on and so forth. So that's going to be the first so one. Issue one is basically the synopsis they gave us for the whole thing a few weeks ago. Yes, Turns out exactly. it's just issue one. And that's going to be, I'm guessing, through the eyes of Blade, who's the only one who remembers the real uh, Earth, the original 616. So uh, I'm guessing that Gucci he's going to be stumbling around this, uh, whatever. He's going to be stumbling around the Squadron Supreme trying to figure out what's going on. Going into issue two, it focuses hi uh, on Hyperion as if he was Marvel's breadwinner. Who's as Hyperion? Marvel Superman. I mean, legitimately Marvel Superman. He has damn near the same origin story. He just comes from an alternate Earth. Solar-powered super guy. He is 100%. And guess who his uh, main nemesis is? Who? Victor Rocket? Von Doom. Very close <laughs> for being, uh, being uh, Lex Luthor. I mean, if you had to pick a Lex Luthor in uh, Marvel, hmm. uh, Victor Von Doom's pretty up there. Osborne. I would mix Osborne and Victor Von Doom with the suit and stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because uh, he's not crazy. Where Osborne's crazy. Victor Von Doom's not crazy. It's true. He's just evil. He's not well, evil. He, and that's true. He's not evil. Well, he is. Do the he ends justify the means? Evil. Yeah, exactly. Do the ends justify the means? Because he does evil stuff, and he's cool with it, as long as, you know, if he can save his mom. Anyway, <laughs> uh, going into the third one, the, uh, the third issue is going to be about the blur, which is essentially their flash. Um, and the, the Squadron Supreme's Flash, quite literally, is the Speedster Supreme, who's the Silver Witch, so it seems like that's going to be something to do with Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange, plus a Speedster, is going to be the Blur's villain, so that's going to be issue three, and then issue four Hold is Hold on, you missed the, the big point of that, is the Ravenclaw Asylum, its newest inmate is the Phoenix, so they're going up, like... But who's the Phoenix? But, we like, but that Phoenix has never been a character, like a standalone, somebody's been the Phoenix, like... Who the hell's Phoenix? Just Phoenix? Just a dude? Phoenix? <laughs> uh, anyway, issue four is about Dr. Spectrum. And Dr. Spectrum is essentially their Green Lantern who uses, what is it, the power prism or something? Yeah, power anyway, prism. He, he He's becomes, the most feared lawman in under the heavens. Yep. And that's it. I don't really want to, I mean, cool. But it's I, him I, versus Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, and Rocket Raccoons becomes this big bounty hunter. Kind of cool, sure. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, this book is so up in the air, I don't know how to feel about it. Well, you There's remember so the first one, happening. right? I didn't like it. Because <laughs> the first one was just, here, guys from Image, take Marvel and have your way with it. And they did wacky, wacky shit. So you know what this feels like? This what? feels like Jason Aaron's is like, man, I wish I wasn't in a, in a contract to only write for Marvel because I'd love to write a Justice League book. <laughs> That's what this feels like. <laughs> That's what Did it you feels just like. say his name right? I know. Well, Jason Aaron's, I don't have as many issues. Well, no, Jason Aaron, I just messed up. Yep, <laughs> I just there it messed is. Up. All right. Well, at least I got one in there. Uh, let's go on to a little bit of Batman news. T uh, to be upfront with you, uh, the Batman 
uh, solo book with the new Batman for Future State. I have not read yet, but this this story was so weird that I feel like we have to bring it up. So, and this is uh, a character that they started off and they've built him up slowly. So I like seeing him in the future even further than what he is now because we're just now starting. He's coming into his own. You talking about Signal? Yeah. All right. So couple of weird things right off the bat, just in future state in general. Uh, one of the big things going on with Black Lightning uh, is that if anyone's unaware of Black Lightning, he just recently had that CW show, Controls Lightning. He's very, he's a cool character. Got canceled. Um, it, well, they, I mean, to be fair, they're all, they're all look like they're getting canceled. <laughs> it's going to be Superman and that's it. Um, anyway, he no longer has a body and he can't anchor himself to anything. He's just this uh, energy of uh, this lightning energy. Uh, anyway, he finds Katana's sword. And if you don't know who Katana is, she's got this cool sword that traps the souls of the victims. We we met her in the suicide squad movie. If you don't read the books, um, anyway, she, that sword's broken. He uses his powers to kind of bring the sword back together and becomes fused with it. And then Duke, uh, signal who I really like Duke from we are Robin and from the Robin wars books. I really like Duke. Duke's never really had nothing's happened with him. He was supposed to be the Batman during the day as signal which is weird well right when they started finishing up that story and giving him his own thing is when they changed all of dc like he was really getting ready to go they showed that he was a meta they gave him his powers they gave him like a a, here's your purpose it's like if you would have sent nightwing to bloodhaven had him show up on day one and they go okay now over at metropolis that's what it feels like happened to duke yeah he, he got the night shift and that was the end of it (laughs) Um, but anyway he now has this sword that's imbued with black lightning now i know a lot of black lightning fans are going to absolutely hate this just absolutely hate it but duke now is in control of a sword that when he unsheaths it he also has black lightning in pure lightning form fighting with him like a la like uh, Firestorm almost like where the two characters merge together. So they talk to one another through the sword. It I'm, I'm intrigued by that more than I am the entire Batman. Well, book. <laughs> it takes the Katana sword, which is really cool because of all the souls that were in it, but you didn't really care about who was in it because it wasn't to you, anybody to Katana. It meant something, but for the reader, you weren't as tied to it, but now you're tied to a character that's, you know, stuck with that sword. And that's going to give, a whole other level like does he try to get him out of it like will he try and find a body or will he become almost like a genie in the bottle and how can he help from there this I is love it this is the That's, coolest thing i've seen with a batman character in a long time and it's the coolest switch up uh like for example marvel's been doing this kind of madness for a while now and i've disliked most of it where they're just kind of shifting powers around and giving it to other people this is a very unique and interesting way to go about that same concept. Yeah. And it's putting, you know, not one, but two, if you don't look at him just being lectured, minority characters in a story of their own, holding their own, doing something that hasn't been done before and making an impact like this is. Well, that's, I, that's a reason why some characters, some people are going to dislike the, what, how they're treating black lantern and turning him into a side character. That's can, that's, contained in a sword it's almost like negative man like nobody cares about the the spirit that comes out of negative man right Right. (laughs) that's kind of how people are going to feel about this i again i think it's a cool idea and it's comics and it's future state so it's probably not going to last very long anyway 
But for while it's here, enjoy the story. Don't get too upset about it because it's again, yeah. we're going to go back to having Black Lightning number one in about three months. <laughs> so I just think it gives Duke a really cool journey he can go on. Yes. Of saving this yeah. person that he's looked up to. Plus, Duke hasn't had any chance. To, Duke's done nothing. Duke, yep. And Duke should, it could be very cool. Except for when they redesigned that costume and they gave him the yellow points everywhere. And anyway, Duke, Duke has had everything thrown against him and has still remained cool. Where'd you guys go? That's, that's hard to do in comics. I can't see you anymore. Can you hear us? I can hear you, but I can't see you. Okay. <laughs> well, so, te so technical difficulties at 1943 here. No, no, no. I just can't see you. You fell for it two weeks in a row. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. And now it's time in the show oh my where God. we reflect on one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. That was awful. <laughs> the fact that wow, you keep you falling got, for you it. You got me really good there because I was like, um, should I stop recording? Um, anyway, yeah. So John Cena was recently on Fallon. Well, John Cena, probably one of the most charismatic people in the world. Can we just say yeah. that? I like John Cena. I do. I like John Cena quite a bit. You know what won me over is that what it means to be an American ad that he did. Yeah. Uh, it was outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, As yeah, a wrestling really fan, he won me over because it's cool to hate him. And it was like WrestleMania 22 or something. And the whole front audience was like, boo, John Cena. And after he wins his match, he just leans into them with the belt on his shoulder and poses to take selfies with all the people booing him and like saying he sucks. It's he's super charismatic. He's a great humanitarian. He has granted more wishes for make a wish than like the next two or three people underneath of him combined. And he probably is the funniest character in train wreck. <laughs> um, he, he was funny I'm on the guy Fallon. who ate Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, him on Fallon, and when they cut to him, he's in the full Peacemaker uh, costume. And if uh, you have eagle eyes, you'll see in the corner, because that's uh, Peacemaker's house or trailer for the thing. But in the left-hand corner of the shot, you see like a two-foot John Cena doll. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, he told the uh, empanada story that you talked about, you know, whatever, a couple of weeks ago. So it's like, hey, I heard that already. <laughs> what's it? What's funny seeing him in the um, the suit and in the the room and hearing him talk about like the difference between him and Batman in the, in <laughs> the, the douchey, <laughs> right? Makes me more excited for the show because to, let's be fair, I don't mean maybe you guys do. I don't. Uh, I is not a new character. He's not like the oldest thing in the world, but he's not. He's he's been around for a bit, but I know nothing about him. No. no, and I think combining a character like that with somebody that's as likable as John Cena, who's just going to go all in. Like for him, this is you're going to let me have my own character and like 100% go for it. He's going to give it Ryan Reynolds type going for yeah. it. Yeah, that's um, a uh, a testament to what uh, James Gunn, who what well, he was bored at home and just started writing it for him. I mean. I mean, there I was think, no intention of having that show, and because of his performance and because of that character and what he brings to that character, he's like, I got to make a show. Absolutely. Yeah, I also just think James Gunn is good at picking characters that he can have a little bit of fun with mm -hmm. and kind of make his own. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a reason he picked Guardian. You know what I mean? Margot Robbie had said that she was most impressed out of everybody on set and the million characters that she said John Cena 
and his work ethic and him being prepared for scenes. She said she's never seen anybody as prepared as that. And I can't wait for it. I do want, before we go to the the next bit of news, um, did you guys check out Resident Alien? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. That's uh, the Wash's show. Yep, so it's a comic book uh, TV show on sci-fi, and it's freaking hilarious. It's like I can't the, think of his name. They show the, I guess, like the teaser Alan trailer, Tudor. and then like at the end, there's a alien in a boat fishing. Is that the one <laughs> yes, we're talking about? Yes, that's it. Okay. Um... It's basically an alien uh, crash lands on Earth. I won't give away too much. And is in this town, which they made Cal- uh, Colorado. And he's trying to be human. But if you know anything about Alan Tudyk, he is probably one of the biggest character ar- actors out there. He was what from Rogue One? Uh, the robot. What was the robot's name? Oh, K2. K2. He was Sonny from iRobot. He was Pirate Steve in Dodgeball. He was Wash in Firefly. He's like, uh he's Clayface in, yeah. in um Harley Quinn, and Clayface is a character actor in Harley Quinn. <laughs> um, but he just goes for it. You you've seen stuff with me. I don't laugh out loud much. This show had me laughing out loud multiple times. Um it's definitely dark. So if you go into it thinking like, oh, it's gonna be a comedy. Be prepared. There's some grossness to it. There's some dark scenes. There's some very dark humor, but it's freaking hilarious. Just just to put a, a note on this one, he goes around by the name of Harry Vanderspiegel. Yes. That is the name of his character. So good old Vanderspiegel. Not to, you know, say anything about the Vanderspiegels <laughs> around the world, but that's a funny name. <laughs> 10 p.m. on Wednesdays, Eastern Standard right. Time. We're right after AEW. Let, let, we have so many other stories okay. to get through, man. Let's, let's just rattle some of these off. Walking Anybody Dead sucks. To, Moving on. The Walking Dead trailer uh, for the extended season 10, so the next six episodes. Uh, I'm intrigued, especially with Maggie coming back. That's really the only reason I'm intrigued. I want to see her and Negan scene together, but past that, I don't know. I've been burnt so many times by The Walking Dead. And this Dead, is uh, the final six episodes? Final six episodes. Final yep. six. This is the end. So I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for all six. I've been through it this whole time. Can Let's I go. jump back in and just watch these six episodes? Do you think you could try? I don't know. Yeah, you missed a lot. I mean, yeah. a lot of people are dead. There's not. It's not the same kind of characters. I don't know. It's not. It's not bad. It got better, but it's not as bad as it used to be. But it's. It's still Walking Dead. It, it would um, be like watching. You know, watching all my children all your life as a young child, not watching it for 15 years, and then you go back to it. You'll know a couple characters, but then there's all these other people. You have no idea what's going on. Can we give him an Earth too? Because that made total sense, but. Bring up all my children. It. Or General Hospital or Bold and Beautiful. Or... <laughs> all right. Uh, Flash season seven trailer. Eh. It looks eh. like eh. the Flash. This it has does... been on for seven seasons. I know. That's the most amazing part is the fact that it's the seventh season trailer. And it's Mirror Master, which is cool having a non-speedster. But I, I, I you know what? I, I say that just because everyone says that. I actually like when speedsters the villains because it's like <laughs> it's the Flash. You're supposed to get speedster villains. It's the show for speedster stuff. It's like, what's what's the the uh, the listen the big, bang, the big Bang joke when you play shoots and ladders. Do you complain about all the shoots and all the ladders? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, when you watch the Flash, you don't like all the speedsters. <laughs> listen, without an arrow in the Arrowverse. There is a huge piece of their soul missing. Well, to be fair, he didn't really affect the Flash much. I just, 
It's the flash. It's just, unfortunately, the campiness has caught up to it. And because of COVID, <laughs> look, it was, it was a potato chip that was always available. You know what I mean? Like every Tuesday, you had a bag of potato chips. It's, it, it was cool for what it was. That also it goes away forever. And, you know, I'm sick of potato chips. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I've gotten so used to other things that I, I'm, I don't care as much. So Which is like, a shame because I love. So flash. it's like Monday through Friday, all my children is always on, and <laughs> oh my know, always there. But um, I wish they would thin the cast out a little bit more. Like if they were to take it down just to like Barry and uh, Vibe, like and have them like struggle, maybe it'd be more fun. But it seems like they've got seventy five people at their on their team at all times. Like oh, we've got an army against this one person. I don't know. It doesn't seem very flashy. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It and no, like, and it's the Flash. He doesn't need a whole team. Like it's whatever. Um. So let's talk about the last uh, trailer, which is behind the mask uh, for Disney Plus, which looks outstanding. I cannot wait for this. I love these things. Uh, these little comic docu series. I've I've purchased every single one that's ever come out. Really? Um. Oh, I love them. I love. So there is. Um, there was the Robert Kirkman one on AMC. Uh, that one was outstanding. Uh, BBC did one, which was also called Superheroes, which was great. Um, then there was the 75 Years of Pulp, uh, for Marvel, which was outstanding. Uh, and there's a bunch of other. What was I the mean, one with Kevin Smith? Probably about um, 10 years ago, where it was just Mon- a Monsters, Mutants, and Marvels. Yeah, that's probably the only one I really enjoyed. It's a really well. It's a it's a Stanley interview. It's a long Stanley interview. It's awesome. Mm. I always How feel bad. that can never be bad. <laughs> I always feel all the other like, ones like you keep waiting for them to give you like some cool nugget that you didn't already know. Oh, you should try the secret history of comics from Robert Kirkman is outstanding. And if you've oh, the other one is comics decoded. I think it's called on the history channel. It was also really good. It's only three episodes. Really, really good. Uh, all available on iTunes. Since we're just throwing free advertisement in this. Um, let's go into uh, our, uh, our big Get some links on our page. Moshko. <laughs> let's. Let's talk about Ryan Coogler and his awesome deal with Disney Plus and the Kingdom of Wakanda series coming to uh, to small screens near you. Uh, this is pretty big. This is, I mean, what's his name? Bob Iger had nothing but wonderful things to say about Ryan Coogler and what he wants to do and how he, he wants to expand the universe of uh, Black Panther and his mythos as far as in the MCU. So his production company was given... Uh, reigns to work on a couple different projects for different studios within Mar- or within Disney. So he's not necessarily, his deal isn't just with the MCU. He's got a couple shows that he's working on for the MCU, as well as Black Panther 2, obviously. Uh, and he said he's already been in production with some of the other shows, so we'll see how uh, other things connect to this, uh, to, you know, I guess where the Wakanda series would tie into some of the shows that are coming out now, because apparently he's been involved in some of the production that's happening currently with some of the shows. Um, so it's a, it's big news. It's real big news. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what he comes w- up with. I would love to see what like Ryan Coogler could do with like a Pixar project. You know what I mean? Like there's some really cool things he could do and write. Who and owns flush out a cool story? Who owns Rocky? Who was owns it Rocky? Was it Fox or was it universal? I don't know. Because him taking that, his creed mythos. Absolutely. To a TV show. Like, I think that would be something that would be amazing, but I don't know who owns that. And it's got weird, like, Sylvester Stallone still owns a lot, but that's where I really liked Coogler, is him not messing that up. 
Like that was the first time I was like, okay, you're taking my baby and you're, you're gonna, you're gonna play in that. And if you mess it up, like anybody that knows anybody from this area, if you touch Rocky, you better make it. Could you imagine if they were able to get the rights for Rocky, if they don't already have it? Cause you, I think you're right. I think it is Fox. But if they did a Creed show with Michael B. Jordan, as well as a Killmonger origin story. Yeah. And that's why I was thinking because he's worked like he's very much like the Joss Whedon's or the, you know, uh, what's his name? James Gunn's. Like once he finds his people, he, he works with his people like Scorsese and freaking Leonardo DiCaprio. So it would lend well to him. It'd be a great content. Um, and it's got an interesting story that we haven't really had time to dive into. But no, I, yeah. I, I want n- new, different content that's not the same cookie cutter. So I think two, you can get that. Two things. Uh, Rocky is... Uh, Stallone has zero ownership. On that we that. lost it? Um, according to a quote from 2019, I have zero ownership of Rocky. That's, okay. that's that plain and simple. Um, looking for other stuff. It, it was originally United Artists. Um, I don't know who might own that now. I want to say it went to um, Universal, yeah. which is up for sale right now. Now, question question about um, Black Panther and Wakanda series and all that good stuff. Do you think he will? Do you think this was part of the, you know, developing? <laughs> are, are we developing the movie first, or are we developing the show first? I think we're going to do the to, show first to explain the movie. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's well, why we haven't gotten a date for the movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, production on the movie is already going, so I'm not quite sure about that. But production means me writing just, and planning. It could just explain the Necropolis. Kingdom of Wakanda could just be a story about the Necropolis and talking about the King of the Dead, which could be bestowed to Shuri this time around instead. So the Necropolis, for anybody unaware, is what exists underneath Wakanda, which is where is like the Hall of the Dead for for the Wakandans, uh, for the Black Panthers, and that's where you can find the Panther Goddess Bass if she's if willing to speak to you. Um. But yeah, there's a lot of cool things that have happened there. That's uh, during, I think Jonathan, was it Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four? We see the Necropolis? I think it's Jonathan Hickman. I could be wrong. But was anyway, it Hickman or was it Mayberry? That did the Necropolis? Yeah. May- Mayberry did. The Necropolis was part of Mayberry because uh, he had to talk to the Panther Goddess Bass. But I don't think that was the first time okay. we went to the Necropolis. Because um, it, was, it was in a Fantastic Four book that we ever saw the Necropolis. That was the first time. I, but I, I could be wrong. It might not be Jonathan Hickman. But whatever, let's move on to some WandaVision news. Let's talk about the new poster that everyone keeps bringing up, <laughs> saying, hey, I think Mephisto's in this poster. Mephisto being the devil of the uh, Marvel Universe, or the, one of the devils, the closest thing to the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, I guess that's not true, because there is a devil. devil. devil but, but this is like the real <laughs> devil for them. Uh, anyway, I don't think that's true. It looks like one of the beekeepers, and I think it's a placeholder for who we've got coming soon. So apparently the next couple episodes are going to be big. We already know Paul Bettany's talking about a character that he finally, or an actor that he finally got a chance to work with that he's really excited about. And um, what's her name? Wanda herself, Elizabeth Olsen. She just said in an interview recently that the cameo uh, that he's referring to is bigger than the Luke Skywalker reveal in The Mandalorian. That's really hard to beat. That's a real tough beat. Right There's there. only one uh, way it could be that and they can't do it. What's that? If Tony. it, Well, no, not even that. Tony's not even bigger than than that like stan lee would be the only thing that would be bigger than mark hamill yeah so unless they pre-filmed unless it's unless it's the actor that is the shocking part and not the character true it's, it's the only thing i can think 
Because because again, Paul Bettany is really excited to work with this actor. Didn't care about the character very much. <laughs> and he's already again, worked with RDJ, so I don't think it would be that. So we'll see. I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a it's a hell of a statement. All Let's right. get into some movie news. Uh, first up, here it's Aquaman news. You go ahead. So Dolph Lundgren saying that the sequel is going to start shooting this summer, which kind of falls in line uh, with what we thought was going to happen. Uh, Dolph's coming back. Juan's coming back. I think the only thing the pandemic hurt for Aquaman was the deep movie. Uh, oh, with the mm-hmm. with, yeah. uh, with the trench, the trench. Dude, I want that movie because like that the- <laughs> that was part of his agreement was he was going to get to do that movie. Um, but I don't think they're able to do that without putting other things back. So that might happen afterwards. Uh, but James Wan doing a a trench movie is going to be awesome. I really hope, I hope, I hope it's not anything to do with superheroes. I just want some fishermen in the wrong place and just a real straight up horror movie with the trench. That's what I, I don't want. I don't want Aquaman to show up. I don't want Mirror to show up. I don't want any other heroes to show up. I just want a, like a really awful night for some fishermen. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> or, if or anything. A cruise, a cruise, even better. A cruise ship gets lost in their, te- in their neck of the woods. Did you know who the trench is, Moshko? I do. I'm just wondering if you ever saw Perfect Storm because you should just watch that. <laughs> yeah, Perfect Storm is great, but it doesn't have giant sea monsters. I have a feeling it, it might have some of the other uh, <laughs> former Atlant- Atlanteans in it. Not superhero ones, but just because something has to overcome the trench. No, I don't want him to overcome. I just want him to get out of there. I want it to be like, <laughs> did, you, uh, did you see, uh, what was that Kristen Stewart underwater movie? I think it was actually called Underwater. Uh, with um, the one that looked good, but it was Kristen Stewart, so I avoided it. She's not. She's not bad at it. I watched it not too long ago, just because I found out who the main villain of it is. And once I found the main villain, I'm like, oh, I have to watch this now. Uh, so for, for anybody who doesn't care about this movie, I guess spoiler alert: it's Cthulhu. Uh, it's Cthulhu, which yeah. is the reason I decided to watch it. But he releases all these like little monsters in the water as well, which is the kind of movie I want from the trench. I just want scary underwater monsters. That's it. All Let's right. move into some other news. <laughs> Thunder. Yeah, I, Thunder. I'm, so con- I'm so concerned <laughs> and confused with these set photos from Love and Thunder. Hold on, wait. If I had to deal with Fat Thor being all broy and wompy, then you can deal with a jacked Thor bigger than he's ever been wearing a leather vest, a white t-shirt, and some yellow strappy boots. Well, it seems like they took Thunderstrike and the original, one of the, well, I should say the original, one of the original designs for Thor and kind of merged them together. But I hate Thunderstrike. Now, he it doesn't make sense though mallet. because he probably took clothes from, uh, what's his name? You're the guy you like. The Star Lord. Because like? Like, oh. it looks like it's got an 80s I'm gonna thing to it. I'm going to guess that he can't fit Star Lord's clothes. That's why it's a cut off everything and. That would be very funny if he had to cut the sleeves of his yeah. jacket because it was Star-Lord's and it's, it's a red jacket. Maybe it's like a Michael Jackson jacket. That's what I, it looks like a Michael Jackson jacket and it looks very 80. So I was thinking maybe it was on the ship. He loses all the weight and gets jacked. Like that's why the pants are super tight. He's got just a t-shirt on and this jacket. I, I thought I was watching Spaceballs and I thought it was, you know, the scene where the stunt doubles come out <laughs> because of how those pictures were. It didn't really look like any of them, although it looked like them. He's freaking jacked right now. Yeah. Well, well that yeah, was the that, thing. Like, he's so much bigger than what he was. And, well, it's Hulk Hogan. 
right? Yeah. It's getting ready for the yeah. Hulk Hogan role. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's talk about uh, Morbius and Joker a little bit with Jared Leto. So first off, uh, this is some weird. This is a weird bit of news, but uh, Jared Leto said that it was hard to play the role of Morbius because he's too much like Morbius. Which I don't know if his, that's him saying how great of an actor he is or how, him saying how dark he is. Dark, like, he, he's the leader of a cult. I think he's pretty dark. He's the leader of a cult. Yeah. You didn't know Jared that? Leto, Jared Leto's the leader of a cult? Yeah, he's got a whole island he owns with a cult you can pay to go have time with him, special time. <laughs> that's, that's right. He went, what, he went away like before the pandemic started, came back and was, I don't know, we were like two or three months into it. And he's like, what happened? I, he had no idea. See, this is why they had therapists on the set of Suicide Squad. This is exactly why. <laughs> because people go crazy. When no, this was beforehand. This has been years of him being... A little woo woo. That was the that, that was a joke, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and his uh, the new movie that's on HBO Max. Mauer and I were talking briefly about it. Um, the little things. Um, I can see how. I won't give away anything. I think it's a real. I think it's a pretty good movie, and you know you should watch it and you know tell me what you think. Um, but the, his character in that is really out of his mind. I don't know. It so. it just felt like a self serving comment. Like, I'm just such a good character actor that I can't play normal. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? That's how. Or, or, because if he's just referring to Morbius before he's Morbius, maybe he's just referring to. Like, I think it's him more. As a doctor. I think it's more he doesn't want to reveal how much of a skeevy, scummy guy he is. <laughs> so, like, playing Allegedly. himself, playing himself is kind of scary. Well, um, I don't know much about Morbius. Is he a scummy guy? Like, is is Michael Morbius? Like, he, I feel like Michael Morbius was kind of a cool guy before before his transformation. Before, but then afterward. I mean, it's not a scummy guy. He's just a vampire, right? That's what I mean. I just think he's saying I'm such a good character actor that I can't play normal roles. <laughs> like, if you just want me to speak and look at a camera, I can't do it. Well, let's like, talk about him in uh, Justice League. Looking, I mean, not much to say. Looking like he ripped off. Jared uh Heath Ledger's Ledger. Joker. Yeah. Just look in the foggy yeah. window mirror thing. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. It's just it's just a photo of a guy, but apparently is Jared Leto as the Joker, but it's hard to tell because it's just a blurry mess. You know, Bigfoot was clearer than that photo is. <laughs> so maybe he had longer hair and with his transition into his character, he shaved his head off or his hair off. Who knows? Shaved it looks, his head off. I mean, in the in the photo, it looks like his hair is a lot longer, and it's like ledgers. I don't know. Uh, we All have right. the official looks at Falcon and the Winter Soldier's <laughs> costumes. Yes, we do. U.S. Agent uh, looks good. Sure, it's all about Zemo though. Yeah, yeah. Zemo looks outstanding. He looks, mm -hmm. Zemo looks by far the best. And after we remember the little toy or the socks that were, I mean, yeah. spoiler alert for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm going to throw that out there right now. Uh, but there are socks that came out that were leaked that showed Falcon as Cap. So he's got the coolest looking costume of all of them. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> see. Um, but yeah, Zemo, Zemo's where it's at. He looks perfect. Um, yeah. Well, the one, one thing we do, one last thing we got to talk about real quick is the trailer for uh, the Justice Society, World War II. Um, have you, did you watch that? That's I weird. did not. I didn't even know that was coming. Yeah, so it's one of the new animated DC movies. Uh, it is going to star the Justice Society of America, which is a lot of the earlier heroes, uh, like the original Wonder Woman, Jay Garrick Flash, Hawkman, um, uh, 
what's her name with the sonic scream black canary uh, black canary thank you um anyway it's also going to star barry allen who's going to travel from the future to the past to help them out so of course it's going to be a barry allen with the jsa story it looks okay i don't know uh, the new dc animated movies aren't nearly as fun as the old ones i mean there's only been a couple of them but i didn't like superman as much as i liked all the older supermen see i like the superman um i didn't watch the batman one yet because i forgot that i could so i'm gonna watch that now um the art styles it takes a little getting used to because it's almost a very archer-esque type art style very cell frame yeah but on that note meant to do that thing you can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, and we appreciate all the support. Like, comment, rate, subscribing. It's all goes a long way, and thank you for joining the Fireside Facebook group. I uh, appreciate everybody who's been posting in there. It's been a lot of fun. Once again, I'm Menti. You did that in two breaths. I was counting. <laughs> that, was, that was good. I thought you almost had it in one. Um, anyway, uh, Moshko, uh, you can find me everywhere at, at Moshko Collects, Moshko, whatever. Do a search for it. And Moshko Collectibles, if you're looking to buy any wonderful toys. Um, as for the announcement of the giveaway, we're going to take a couple days to do that. We're going to post it up on social media, and uh, we'll get that shipped out to you. I think I know who won. Do you? It was, it was me. It wasn't you. <laughs> it was, it was me. me. Am I qualified? Can I? Do I? No? No. No. Mm. No. Sorry. Well, do- do I qualify? No. I do. I'll, no. Just, I'll just get a Mauer. I was just going to give it to you. Oh, yeah. He qualifies. <laughs> he wins. By the way, I'm Mauer. Mr. Mauer, if you're nasty. Um, <laughs> you can don't forget to check us out at iHeart.com or welcome to fireside.com. <laughs> I think I killed Menti. Deuces. <laughs> Mr. Mauer, if you're nasty. Might be the best thing I've ever heard. Can that please be the name of the nation? Mr. Mauer, if you're nasty. Sure. I'm out. Mr. Mauer. Mr. Mauer. Oh, and you.